if you don't mind, let's take a moment for the sponsors so they can keep the lights running and keep West Virginia and Commonplace going. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all the hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and excess exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or side hustle, Stamps.com can save you much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Access all the post office and UPS service needs without taking a trip and get discounts you can't find anywhere else like up to 40% off of USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. Going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Just go going up a couple of floors, sure, take the stairs. Walking out 30 flights a, a day, you could use a break. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much money and time, you wonder why you didn't start soon. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code POD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code POD. Welcome to West Virginia Commonplace today. Um, I got a special guest with me. This is a behind the scenes episode. This guy, he is what we call a digital creator. He is responsible and he won't take credit for it. For at least, I want to say, 52% of the podcast you're hearing out here. He ain't going to take a claim on that. But 52, either they got an influence, they got a record, they got something with this man. I have with me Arce, and Arce will tell you a little bit about himself. And he will tell you about the two podcasts he has. But then we're going to get into detail about what he does behind the scenes. So tell him, Arce, a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you're at, what you're doing, how life's treating you. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really do appreciate it. This is I have a feeling this is going to be really fun. But uh, my name's Arce. Follow me on Instagram. R-S-A-Y-S-R, that's R-S-A Senior. I also have a podcast called the R-S-A Podcast where I talk about my mental health for the most part and taking um, psychedelics in order to treat my anxiety and depression. And I also have a fun one. You know, it's not all serious. So I have the Skank Bank that's uh, based off, it's a fan cast based off of the Legion of Skanks podcast. And that's done every week. Y'all can You can catch both podcasts on all major platforms and you can check them out on YouTube. Okay, okay, and I like to hear that. I'm glad you did the shameless plug before I had to ask you for it because most people they won't even do that. So, Arce, tell us about your. <laughs> you said get it out. Of, you said to get it all out of the way, so I want to make sure to get it all out of the way. Yeah, because see, the thing is crazy. Like, there's people that listen to, for the first five minutes and they stop, and then I got people like in the middle of my shows they don't listen. They just skip to like, if I do a 30 minute episode, they'll do uh, seven minutes, skip seven yeah. minutes, and then go to the end. So we definitely want to get all the information out there. So tell us about Isn't your crazy? upbringing. Yeah, it is kind of uh, crazy. My upbringing. Um, I was born in uh, Neptune, New Jersey. And at the age of 11, my parents split up. I moved to Virginia, where I'm at now. Pretty much been here the whole time. Um, I joined the military in 2001. Did one term, got out. Came right back to Virginia and stayed here ever since. Uh, yeah, that's, and then um, I just started podcasting, man. Uh, you know, What year did you start podcasting? 2018. 20, so yeah, you're a veteran like me then. You you know the game. Um yeah, for a little while. Yeah, and, and that's and that's one thing. So we'll definitely talk some podcast stuff uh, in this episode. One thing I like to say too is it's finally great to have people from Virginia on here, even though you're a transplant. Like like yeah. I'm actually from Lynchburg, Virginia, which is below where you're from. And it's like it's like crazy. Half, like so maybe two. Yeah, it's crazy like how many people linked up and so close, like in my travels with my other job. I really wish I could, you know, bar in COVID, I wish I had like met some people in 2018, 2019 and did live shows with them because it's like, right. these dudes just live, sometimes people was like 30 minutes from my hotel and you know, I got conference rooms there. So that kind of mixes it up there. So with your first part podcast, RSA podcast, tell us a little bit, like, let's go a little in depth into that. What, what, when did you decide to create that and why did you create it? Okay. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, all right, so initially I had another podcast with two other guys. Um, that didn't pan out. We did, I don't know, nine or ten episodes, maybe 12. And um, we all went our separate ways. But 
I was the one that started the podcast, essentially. So I wanted to keep podcasting. So what I did was, you know, and I was going through some stuff at the time. Um, so it, I tried to continue the podcast by calling it Fredericksburg's Finest, where I interviewed local people, whether you're a musician, um, a wrestler. I got a wrestler that's on here, basketball players. I got some basketball players on there. And then, um, I don't know, something, well, the pandemic happened, honestly. And um, couldn't go, go nowhere, couldn't do nothing. So I started this other little section or segment, if you will, called Follow My Journey, where I just talked about my mental health and how I was feeling, you know, at that time. And that's what piqued my interest into psychedelics. So, so <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and so I started podcasting about psychedelics. And then next thing you know, it's just like it started this whole new thing where I talk about my mental health growing uh, uh mushrooms which i'm on my second batch now and mm -hmm. um you know just uh uh basically just talking about myself man and 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 it uh, so going back on why i started it it was therapy you know what i'm saying it was basically and therapy it, for me and i appreciate that man because like mental health stigma especially in men and it can be based on race whatever but i'm just saying as as men it is so hard to get people to talk about that and to be expressive because we were taught to not do that. We was taught not to, like I always say, we was taught to be forward tough when some of us was built like Chevys. Facts. And and you understand that wholeheartedly too. And being being built like a Chevy, still a great vehicle, but you're not that tough. And and that's something that we don't want to talk about. That not everybody's that tough. But I'm glad that you do that now. The skank bank. What's going on with the skank bank? Well, yeah, man. Like I said in the beginning, um, it's it's a comedy podcast based. It's a fan fan cast, comedy cast, comedy podcast based on the Legion of Skanks. The Legion of Skanks is uh, three friends. They've been doing it for over ten years now. They're a comedy trio, and they're funny as hell, man. And so, um, I wanted to be able to kind of take some of that same energy and bring it to the people that know me you know what i'm saying and so uh a, me and a friend of mine called kyle we got together and we're both legion of skanks fans and we said fuck it man let's do it he's got a he's got a horror movie um podcast with him and his girl so you know we're in the same realm and since he's a legion of skanks fan i'm a legion of skanks fan we said fuck it let's just do it you know what i'm saying so there you go, man. That, that's, that's that's how that how started. Born. Yeah, exactly. So you so you pay a little homage and then make an episode. Yeah. Now, no, gotten, no, you're we've gotten, we've gotten some shout outs. We've gotten some recognition Ooh. from the Legion of Skanks as well. So that's cool. We'll take that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, matter of fact, a few episodes ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, my co-host was actually on the Legion of Skanks for the Halloween episode and uh, ended up winning the Halloween contest. What? Costume contest. And the reason he won was because the, uh, this comedian by the name of Ari Shafir spit on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That's yep. a little. Yeah. That's a little. We, yeah, that's a little. I <laughs> know. Uh, so we, we ended up breaking that down on. Uh, actually, we called the episode Spit Dick. So y'all yeah. check that out on YouTube, man. But it's, it's, it's fun, man. That's the thing. You know, it, 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 like to me, I think podcasts sometimes can get way too serious, man. Way, way too serious. So we need to sometimes step back, be funny, sometimes be offensive. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know, roll with the punches. That's it. Right. And I tell people that because, like, you know, everybody, anybody that listens to my show, they know that we got that serious Thursday show. But on a weekend, that Tuesday or Saturday, those are my what we call fuck this shit shows because yeah. we're going to do what we want. We're going to have fun with it. It's going to be expressive. And, and I definitely agree with that. You have to have fun in podcasting because it can't all be serious because at the end of the day, it all started out for us all as a hobby. Facts. And then some people platform it different ways and some people keep it as a hobby. And then there's the other alternative that we don't talk that much about that you talked about is some people use this as therapy. This is better than going to a therapist and spending millions, I mean, tons of dollars, you know, doing that. Now, Arce, you hold many titles. Um, and, and let me tell you a little story about yourself real quick. And that's something I do. Self-given titles, by the way. Oh, self-given. Okay. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you a little just bit. Uh, 
a young man that I, I, I he calls himself my protege or something like that, but he's not that. He's a colleague, Brandon Janot. Oh yeah, that's my guy. Brandon J- Brandon Janot um, was brought to me by Podcastagram, and Brandon Janot's got this energy that's just crazy. <laughs> so 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 anytime I need a collaboration or I have something fun to do, I pop up to him. Like we did an episode about Moonwalker. Nobody talked about Moonwalker. I don't and even know what that is. That but that's cool. Moon- you don't know what Moonwalker, Michael uh, Jackson movie? Oh yeah! Oh my God! <laughs> so, so you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, no, no, no. Very niche. I can, I, I give it. I'll give you that. Yeah, it's it's really out the way. So he brought the, he said Arce, and when he said Arce, I thought that was some kind of new gum or some kind of new uh, light alcoholic seltzer. I'm like, what the fuck is that Arce? Yeah, <laughs> I said it is. Yeah, and I was like, or is that the new RC cola from the hood? <laughs> And he's like, nah, you got to check out RSA. And, you know, he, he's real um, vibrant. So I was like, okay. I was like, I've, I've, I've caught you a few times here and there on other people's stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, sure. but, but you know, like when you hear somebody else and then somebody else's stuff, because like you do a, quite a few collabos, um, you don't ever see anybody's name because I, I ain't going to mention anybody, but we'll say this. There's a guy, Bet the House. He does a lot of collaborations. Yeah. So some of his guests, not that he ever shadows them, but when you do stuff with him, you kind of just, it's like you're part of the panel. You're part of the Bet the House family when you're over there. That's what happened. So, That's exactly what happened to me when I joined Measure of Men. I literally said, hey, screw it. I hit the request to join. I joined. He said, yo, keep coming back. Came back. Yeah, and see, you're part of the Bet the House um, family. Shout out to Smash and all those guys out there and everybody doing that. So Brandon Jodeau tells me about you, and the thing I do is I got a, a partner, Trevor. He listens to everything, and, and I listen to some stuff too. But he he diligently listens. So he started getting there. He threw me a few episodes when I do my traveling across the West Virginia, Virginia, wherever. So I get in deep and I was like, man, I'll talk to you. And you know how everybody does in podcast business. I'll say, I probably started talking to you about doing an episode in August or September. And here we are now in November doing an episode. And that's yeah. just how life falls. But I was like, that's how it goes, man. It's exactly how it goes. But the more and more I, I heard about you, um, I came across the this group that's doing the most phenomenal thing in podcasting right, right now, which is uh, Meet the Tailors. They are investing themselves into everybody's whatever. I contacted them because I was excited about them. They would, they didn't even know who I was, but yeah. they jumped on everybody's platform and, and they're everywhere. And I like that they've done all this stuff without even a single podcast episode. Yes. Well, then they tell me, the, the well, Tylers. they tell me, yeah, the Tylers, Tylers, the Tyler. Did I say meet the Taylors? Yeah. Well, I always say meet the Taylors. <laughs> anyway, meet the Tylers. Sorry about that. I, I, I don't know why I want to meet well, the Taylor, um, but in- they're up and coming. They're up and coming. And, I, you know, I give them the help that I wish I had at that time. You know what I'm saying? Because when I started, it was literally just my phone. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way they are starting um, when they do their IG lives and stuff like that. So I give them a hand by hosting their podcast. Basically, what I do is um, I record it for them. They join on Zoom. I turn off my camera. You don't even see me there. And they do their own podcast, basically. You know what I'm saying? But that's the kind of help I wish I had when I was that when when I was up and coming, like as if I'm a fucking veteran, which I'm not. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, um, so I, that's all I try to do, man. Even with the like, I do headliner clips for people, and yeah. granted, granted, those are automated. You know what I'm saying? But not everybody has that access. So if I got the premiere, the or the pro version of it. And I do two podcasts a month, maybe three, you know, for myself, uh, I feel like it's being uh, wasted. So I just decided, I just decided to start making clips for everybody and just start sending them out. You know what I'm saying? And it's all audio. So if you don't like, if you have a video podcast and you do video clips, it probably wouldn't benefit you. But if you don't, and it's all audio, it would benefit you. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and see that's the thing I wanted to get into. Like you are a podcast producer, you say editor, but I'm gonna say producer over the whole thing. And the, the only difference in what we produce is like I'm the behind the scenes dude that writes episodes. Some people don't like that scripted stuff, but I tell them like yeah. this: dollars and cents. It makes sense that, to dollars. That keeps it moving. That keeps it moving. People like structure in a podcast. You know what I'm saying? Especially these big podcasts. If you look at these big, huge podcasts, get millions of downloads. They have a structure. Maybe not Joe Rogan, but they have a. They definitely have a structure. Even he got a structure. Stru- uh, a, stru- a structure. It's kind of like part? this. It's he's going to just be raw with him. He made his structure when he first made his podcast. Yeah. 
And it's just talk. That's it. Just talk about whatever. It doesn't even matter. You know, you'll be on the Joe Rogan podcast for two or three hours. But it's a great podcast. Yeah. And and I ain't gonna speak nothing on Joe Budden or anything that he's got going on because he's a different type of podcaster in his own realm. But the okay, guys that Joe, work with Joe, respect for Joe Budden and respect for Nori too for for drink. Champs. Yeah, Nori. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying. Uh, the only thing about uh, uh, drink champs I wish they did was wear fucking headphones so you can hear each other because it seems like most of the time all they're doing is trying to talk over each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you do need to hear your sound. I agree with that. As many yeah. of these Yeti mics as we use. I have, I, I tell you this, if we do like when we do in person, I got three mics hooked up to the aggregated device. I ain't got no interface because you know I'm the USB man. So I'm making people wear headphones. I'm like, you you need to hear what you're saying. You yeah, don't need right. to be worried about what I'm saying. Exactly. Because you can move exactly. one headphone back. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. one thing I, I do want to, real quick before you get into that, I want to go, uh, I want to talk about like podcasting. If you have a podcast and you don't have a microphone, please get one. Seriously. It helps a lot, even if it's a, uh, um, uh, what's it called? The one you wear on your freaking shirt, uh, land, yeah, land, a land, a landlier mic. If, even if it's something like that, man, please, you know, work on the sound because if you don't, the mic on your phone or the mic on your computer picks up literally every freaking sound around you. So right. let's say somebody drops something, automatically your your voice gets cut off because that sound is so loud and the way it's all done through zoom or 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 stream yard um it just picks up that sound real good man and it messes up the audio i agree with that wholeheartedly and one thing that i will will tap into i mean jump into about the mics real quick like i i'm using right now i've been experimenting because i've been trying to figure out how to do like the ultimate on the go podcast and i'm using an ipad with the yeti but i got all the extra extensions to it so um for my kid huh oh that's fat that's cool yeah so what i've been doing right now is like when i go back to the computer i fix my mic because you know usb mics at least on this quality level got the interface built into it so i can fix my gain and i can turn these little different things so i tell everybody this one thing if you're using usb mics when you're starting out if you get that little 30 dollar samson or if you go get the microphone from five below do not get the microphone that hooks into the headphone jack. Yes. Because when you get that, that shit is tr- trouble in paradise. That it's, motherfucker it's, sound it's crazy. Basically, it's basically your computer mic on steroids. You know what I'm saying? It, it literally picks up every little fucking sound. And what you want from a microphone is to clear out the background sound, but to keep you loud and, you know, your voice in focus. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And me personally, I have nothing against the XLR setup. Just for me, where I'm on the go, I said I put a little money into the Yetis, which I got them on a, on a low for like sixty bucks. I bought three of them, so I got a I got That's a studio. Not bad, bro. The lowest I've seen is eighty on them things. Right. <laughs> so so I got them for sixty, like three of them for for you know it was like one hundred and eighty or whatever it was, nice. and. And the thing was was like you know I knew how to set up an aggregated device. One thing I say inside podcasting, you gotta. To be successful, and I'm not talking about money, just being successful, you got to read. Yeah. You got to read a little bit of information. Facts. Facts. Yeah, no doubt that. Especially on the especially on the things that you want to do. You know, if you, if you want a podcast, you want to learn about microphones. You want to learn about programs on your computer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely to edit it. And I even tell people, because, like, from the iPad, I learned, you know, since I'm an Apple guy, I got GarageBand. After I'm done recording this, I can throw this over in GarageBand and work it out. Now, on the other systems, like if you got to use Audacity or you're using Windows or you're on a Surface tablet or something, I'm just going to be honest. Anybody that's on a Windows thing, just use a computer. Use a laptop or desktop. Don't be out there using the Surface tablet because that's some extraness that you can't. It don't, you know, it don't, it ain't got no symmetry to it. Now, so now. um, I use a Focusrite. Uh, I got the, the. Four generation four, I don't know something like that, and uh, it it connects into my laptop with a USB, but I can cl- I can plug in the XLR mic. So, Ooh, yeah. So and it's actually very portable. It's very small. I would show you, man, but that'll mess it all up. But uh, but um, yeah. And then I just got my head flo- headphones plugged into the Focusrite. Now it's not okay. a Rodecaster. Now Rodecaster is probably twice the price. 
but you can add sound effects with the roadcaster you know what i'm saying you can have you can actually make a literal radio show off of your roadcaster you know what i'm saying so that's pretty sweet so if you're gonna spend money get the roadcaster for real but if you're like me where i just like to talk i don't want to make a radio show i just want to do a joe rogan style podcast i guess you know what i'm saying but um i think this one is perfect for me the focus right all right, so now I'm gonna have to challenge you. Um, at some point, I'm gonna need you to get the extra camera in the background, just bring it up somewhere, and um, make a video about that. We we, we definitely need to see that on Instagram. I'll show um, you, yeah. I mean, I've 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 gone. See, I can grab this because it's real close. Um, don't fall off your seat. Nah. <laughs> I started with one of these. Oh snap! Yes. Yeah. So, and everything that got recorded got recorded recorded into uh, a thumb drive. Okay, so, that so, makes sense. So, so you know, and from there you can do, um, you can play tracks and, and add music and stuff like that. But it was just not my style, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, so that's when I got the focus rack, basically. And I had some sound issues with that, that, you know. I bought it from China on Wish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But but I but I will say this though I am wholeheartedly in agreement with you on going out here and spending just a little bit of money to get a just good a little market. bit yeah just a little and bit. I mean and all I gotta tell people man if once you get to a certain level get the XLR set up if you gotta have a great sound from the beginning if you already got promotion behind you and all that stuff do that but if you gotta yeah. start out or if you just mobile like I am get them get them good USB mics like don't be out here with the with the other ones that go crazy because the Samson mic is good. But if you clip it on something or, or this is another pet peeve I have about people using microphones, like even with live, because I use my mic on live, mm-hmm. like directly hooked into the iPad. Don't have a power source running to your microphone. Let your mic run off the power off your iPad or oh, your device. IPad, yes. Yeah. Cause, sure. cause when you hook that power in, it's going to go shh, shh, um, intergalactic shh, type yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it gives you a bunch of feedback. Yeah, um, there's actually little things. I don't know what they're called, but you can actually put them on the wire and it'll help with with the feedback on there. But, you know, it's like, how much are you going to spend on USB this USB that? You know what I'm saying? When. For me, like I'm talking about over time for me, because, yeah. um, you know, uh, well, anyway, for me, I, I feel like that spending seventy dollars on a microphone, which I didn't spend. Actually, this was given to me. And then, um, um, you know, $400 on the focus, right. That I don't have to worry about nothing for a long time. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about, um, my Yeti mic breaking or not that Yeti would break. You know what I'm saying? I don't know Yeti that well. Um, I wish I had a Yeti mic when I first started though, back in 3L, <laughs> that would have been the shit. I don't think we would have ever stopped to be perfectly honest. But, um, my, my biggest pet peeve was just sound, you know, I, um, I wanted it to sound super clear and enclosed at the same time. Still working on the enclosure part um, because the style sounds a little hollow in here. But um, other than that, man, yeah, yo, microphones are extremely important, man. Extremely important. No matter what kind of microphone you start with, make sure you at least have a microphone. Yeah, and the thing is, and my other thing to people that's recording in a car, because I, I, I tell you this is crazy. I've seen it in the Yeti. I've Listen, he had the Yeti in the, in the, in the cup holder. Mm-hmm. If you are in the car recording, don't have the power to your car turned on. No. You'll hear the AC. you hear the ding, ding, dings. You'll hear, <laughs> you'll hear all that shit, man. You'll hear all of it, for real. Yeah, way too much stuff. Now, let's get in here to, the, to this producing that you do. Um, like I said, we talked about the uh, Tyler's earlier. So what do you, what do you offer people? in the packages that you that you do um with editing and producing uh, it depends man um if you're just starting off it's like you know ten dollar clips five dollar clips that i can do for you nothing nothing too crazy um but if you want to add video and you want me to edit a full podcast obviously it gets a little more expensive but as of right now i'm practicing on uh the people that i know and the people that allow me to do it so you know, the only thing I can really say is if you like my work, you go check their podcast out. You All right, and, and if Tylers, you don't... Yep. Meet the Tylers, Brandon Janu, the Cognac Room. Yes. Know, if, you, 
Yeah, if you if you if you watch them, you could definitely check. You can definitely see my style. You know what I'm saying? And um, uh, so I I try to I I try to incorporate your brand into your podcast instead of having just two people talking and you introducing yourself. You'll have a visual branding on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Basically. Okay, and I appreciate that, man, because like. Like I said, once I heard about what you were doing and then I seen what you did with Mr. Christian over there. Um, it's those things Boy, like that. Like, right there. Yeah, that's my dude too. Yeah. We, we got an episode out. years now, man. We kind of started at the same time. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our podcast yeah. kind of grew at the same time. You know what I mean? He's a good dude. We got an episode that's in a tank. He's actually in my season eight because I'm one of the workhorses. I record so many episodes. Like this one is going to drop fairly early. I'm going to try to have it out before Christmas. But, appreciate but the rest of my show, yeah, the rest of the shows, like, I kind of, yeah, listen, the rest of them shows, I got, they ain't coming out till May. I got, I got shows all the way up until, like, June 1st, for real. But, but that's, I'm just that kind of, I'm Tupac or Biggie in the, well, Tupac in the studio. Now, now, um, what, what does it take to get an episode edited by you? (laughs) As far as what, like, effort? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't mind, let's take a moment for the sponsors so they can keep the lights running and keep West Virginia and Commonplace going. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all the hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and excess exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or a side hustle, Stamps.com can save you much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Access all the post office and UPS service needs without taking a trip and get discounts you can't find anywhere else like up to 40% off of USPS rates and 76% off of UPS. Going to the post office instead of using Stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Just go going up a couple of floors, sure, take the stairs. Walking out 30 flights a, a day, you could use a break. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, Stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much money and time, you wonder why you didn't start soon. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code POD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com and click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code pod um it depends if it's my first time doing your podcast it could take a little a a day maybe a little more uh to edit one episode but if i done work with you before and um i basically already have the template saved it's a lot easier you know what i'm saying so you know um oh Real, t- uh, I want to give a tip. Uh, if you are recording on Zoom, always record in gallery view. It helps. I'm telling you because uh, the person that's editing editing it can take this video. You know, do a lot of things with it. I don't want to get too into it because I don't want to give all my secrets away. But right. there's a lot of there's a lot of things that people can do, and it's a lot easier if it's in gallery view rather than in um, uh, speaker view on Zoom, just to let y'all know. Okay, so see, that's the inside tip right there. Now, yeah. what's what are we looking forward to in the future with you? Um, hopefully a lot more production. Um, I'm trying to lay off of the podcast part as much and, and being a host. Um, I want to be more in the background and, and, you know, that was kind of another reason I started podcasting because I like to do the background stuff. I like to edit. I like to be able to make clips. Um, you know, that kind of stuff is what I enjoy, you know, and nobody's going to teach you. So you got to teach yourself. And that's what I've been doing since I've been, you know, editing and producing podcasts. I'm teaching myself all this. Right. And see, that stuff is so smooth because, like, like I said, I do stuff behind the scenes. Well, I do a lot behind the scenes, but I don't say that. But the thing is, like, that's what happened to me. Like, I started pumping out episodes, got a little popular, and then I realized that I was going to be more of an asset behind the scenes. Do a great podcast for whatever it's worth. My, I, I tell everybody, my show is very amateurish. Sometimes that sound ain't all right. That's because the people I'm recording with or how I'm recording. I might be recording. Sure. 
you know, whatever. But I always tell everybody it's amateurish. I don't have a, I don't even have an intro. The only time you hear intros is if I hit the microphone. But, but I always tell people, <laughs> well, hey, you, I tell you what, I'll make you one. If you want to make, want me to make you one, I'll make you a freaking <laughs> intro. You know what I'm saying? Give me a couple taglines of what you say. Um, I'll throw a little bit of music background, throw a little bit of uh, clips back there for you. If you want me to do it, I'll do it, man. Fuck. I definitely will have to get in touch and we'll get contracted or something. Um, contracted? I don't work on contracts, bro. I'll, I'll, I'll listen, listen, bro. They'll tell you about me. Ask somebody about me. I'll get them contracts because I might keep you for a while. I got to retain you. I'm like Vince McMahon out here, man. I'm going, I need a 1099 you and everything. And then, oh, yeah. you know, if something I goes see. crazy, I'm going to yeah. send you to AEW or something. But- uh, <laughs> speaking of AEW, AEW, uh, me and my buddy Kyle from the Skank Bank, we, we actually watched that and it's on our Patreon. So we watched, I've not, I don't, I'm not big on wrestling like that, but he is, he's a former wrestler. So, um, you know, he, he kind of gives me the insights of, pretty much every match and every wrestler man and you just watch us basically talk shit about it the whole time i said that's crazy so definitely jump onto the patreon get out there and i like that you 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 just touch on something that i try to tell podcasters after they get about 20 30 episodes deep it's already to give certain access to yourself but over time you got to lock that you got to put a paywall between your stuff and that's one thing that i wanted to ask it protects, you it protects you it protects the, the 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 person because sometimes you may not want to put something out that is i don't know offensive or could be taken the wrong way well you could put it on your patreon and if you want to see that then you pay for it you know what i'm saying oh yeah and see that's what i do like i got a mailing list right and my premium people do you that do it through mailchimp say, yes yeah okay i you i'm gonna have to get with you on that because i gotta learn that yeah we'll definitely have to do that catch me one sunday for that but listen this is what i do that, that two three hundred people that's now in the group all together start out with just like 50 but those are my diehard fans so i make sure they get premium episode like sure. if i release something or if me and an old lady because she'll come on once in a while to do the movie reviews because we just do them or when we do true crime i'm about to work on uh one i'm gonna have to get some people from virginia with me on this one it was a murder years ago called alexis murphy it was a real big to do so um, if you ever available, you talking about the I'm, one that got killed at the uh, the college by um uh I forgot the guy's name now man um down there blue by the you go ahead he ended up getting convicted of of murder for like a multi- multiple murders from yeah down there by UVA yeah well my cousin supposedly got murdered by this man yeah and, and see and, and the crazy thing is is that all these I've, and, I, and I ain't got no beef with any of the true crime podcasts that I deal with, but I've asked so many people to do this, but nobody wants to touch a story. Like, cause you know, that joint goes from like the, wasn't it like the nineties all the way to the two thousands um, or late, late nineties. Yeah. I, it may be, maybe I can't remember too much, but I know it's a long time. I got, the no- I got the notes around here somewhere, man. I just cannot remember. Uh, Jesse. What's his name? Jesse? I can't remember, man. And yeah, we but, you, but be, you... We may not even be talking about the same person, to be perfect. Nah, bro, we talking about the same person because he murdered all them girls down there, like, in that area. Yeah, all right, but, um... Damn, I didn't even write his name down. Ain't that something? But yeah, uh, we can go... We can we can dip into that, though. Sophie Sophie May Rivera, that's my cousin. That's, the, that's okay. one of the supposed victims. She's been missing since 2000 or something like that man yeah because dude had a stretch on him and, and some of them they said he got bodies everywhere they said it was like wild it was like northern virginia to he ain't getting further than richmond but nah yeah he went like he went something well where this happened by virginia beach uh that you know that's two hours oh yeah i'm a, yeah yeah something so. something with interstate 64 but i know it was it was something like nobody wants to deal with it they want to talk about all these other stuff which each crime is not equal but still i think it'll be sure. a good true crime episode that gentleman actually I, I don't want to call him gentleman but that man actually has cancer now he's a, he's uh stage four cancer he's dying he may not make it past this year hmm. well i ain't gonna say nothing on that that's just the world's way of dealing with him i guess yeah. Now on on the brighter topics. Um so twenty twenty two is gonna roll around. You wanna get more behind the scenes, you wanna do this, you wanna do that. Um what's the major goal for you? Um to be proficient in what I do. I'm not quite there yet. Uh I have a vision and I'm learning as I go. But I wanna be proficient in it. I wanna be able to say 
oh, you want me to make this music video for you? Bet, I got you. You want me to make this cooking show for you? I got you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to be diverse. I want to be able to say, you know, I'm confident in my skills and that um, he's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be this some, ah, nah, he's a shitty producer, man. You know, we don't care about what he does. You know what I mean? So multimedia mogul, basically. Essentially. Yeah, essentially. But I want to, if you see, like, I, I'm, I'm the, I'm very analytical. So when I, when I get into these programs, I'm, I'm zoned in. I get into these programs. Like I use Adobe Premiere Pro um, to edit my podcast and do everything with my podcast. So, and everybody else's. So, uh, um, you know, I'm self-taught for everything that I do and I'm still learning as I go. So like whenever Adobe comes out with a new thing that they're doing, I make sure to stay right on top of that. You know what I'm saying? Because people are going to want that. Um, so, you know, uh, that's what I use. And I, I'm, I want to be able to, if I could, <laughs> if I could sit here and zone out for 12 hours a day, I'll be happy and get paid for it is what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I could sit here for 12 hours and edit certain podcasts, different podcasts every day of the week, or maybe not even podcasts, something else, I'll be happy. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. I feel you definitely on that. Cause like I said, that's that connect there, you know, labor of love becomes, goes into fruition and becomes something that you really like to do. Now and I'm a fan. I'm a fan of podcasts, man. I'm a fan of podcasts and people talking and I want to be able to help in any way that I can. You know what I'm saying? And see, that's why I got you on this behind the scenes episode. Cause you do so much behind the scenes. That's the type of stuff people need to hear. So they know who to go to now. No um, we're going to, we're going to do a little pocket, huh? No, I said holla at me. Yeah, I'll let him know down. Now, we're going to do a little podcast collide real quick because I told you, you said you said you, I, I made the assumption you didn't want that episode, so I just said we're going to do behind the scenes. So oh, here's a God, few podcast collide. Yeah, so here's a few podcast collide questions for you real quick, and these are ones that I ask everybody. What was your first disappointment in podcasting? Oh, man. Um, I would have to say when, when the crew broke up for 3L. That was my first disappointment for sure. Uh, and how did you come I back thought, from that? I ended up uh, making my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that was because it, we were friends, man. You know what I'm saying? And we get together every week. We drink. We bullshit. And we, we talk shit to each other the whole night. And it was fun. And then, you know, shit happened. But uh, that was my, my first major disappointment because I, I knew at that moment that I was more, um, what's the word? I was more determined to make a podcast than they were. They were doing it for fun. I was doing it to make, not money necessarily, but to make a good show, to make something that people can listen to. You know what I'm saying? So uh, breaking that breaking up, yeah, that, that kind of just screwed me up. So now, I, to be perfectly honest, I've been kind of finding my way ever since. You know what I mean? Okay, I feel you on that because my, my only disappointment uh and this whole thing is, and we talk about that whole deal about people not showing love to your podcast. I ain't worried about that no more. Because if you don't show love, it's cool. It breaks you. Yeah, I mean, it breaks you to a degree. But after a while, I'm like, okay, move along. My greatest disappointment now is that everybody that gives advice, every person that helps someone only gives half of the advice. Mm. When I watch things on, and I'm not seeing any people in particular, but when I see people say, um, get your audience big, monetize your podcast, do this or that. Now the monetizing part, I understand putting a paywall in front of it because I had to take a lot of rejection. I had to actually learn how to do great pitches and different things like that. So I should get paid for that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, and the analytic stuff that we do on our end. Yeah. I should get paid for that. If you want some normal advice or just how to get there. Yeah. I'll tell you how to get to the table, but I ain't going to give you all that. But this is the advice that gets me is actually telling someone how to grow their podcast. Like people will act like it's such a nuisance to help someone grow their podcast. That's why I tell them do the Spotify to Snapchat and, you know, don't keep your location on too long because you'll get pop smoked out here and you don't want to <laughs> get pop smoked, you know, rest that's in peace. Why that I don't man. Understand, that's why I don't understand a lot of these podcasters. They tell you every little bit of what they are doing. It's like, yo, we don't want to hear what you're doing today, tomorrow and the next day, bro. 
Right. Easy. You know, I understand you want things to talk about, bro, but just summarize it a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like what I do is I, I like, like my thing is I like to give a little bit of advice, but I don't like to do too much with it, you know, because there's a dude that does WordPress. I don't do work. I mean, I, I have my stuff set on WordPress, but I got somebody that did that for me. So, yeah, you know, yeah. do that. Now, here's my next question. What is a common mistake outside of the microphone? Because you jumped into that. That's one of the podcast podcast collab questions all the time. What is one common mistake that podcasters make while they're podcasting? Um, I would say um, not being you, not being the person that you are in your podcast. Um sometimes you can get hyped up and you got somebody with you and it, it just doesn't turn out the way you want it to turn out. You know what I mean? You didn't ask the questions you wanted to ask. You didn't uh, lead the conversation where you wanted to lead it. And it's like, sometimes you're just having fun. But a lot of times those fun episodes, like they really don't have any substance, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and uh, um, I think also, uh, segments segments are important you got to have segments if you're talking about one topic for an hour it can get boring for the listener you know what i'm saying uh if you switch it up a little bit maybe even have two topics for the hour or whatever it is you know just do something like that but that's probably maybe maybe that's the biggest mistake i think that's the biggest mistake is not having like you have questions you have questions and that's great most people just come in i got a topic Let's talk about it. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no lead in, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, all right, man, just, you gotta, act. it's a show, man. Produce, a, you know, host a show, you know, you know, you know, that's it, I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cause like I said, like, I don't know, man, people, people, they, they throw some vulnerable jabs at me because they say, Oh, you write a, you have a scripted show, but I'm like, in all There's honesty, wrong I'm... With that. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of the most, mo like I said, most of the biggest shows that you ever heard of are scripted. Yeah, so I say, like, I got 20 questions, but we only ask you 10. And then yeah. I throw in some new ones after we get to organic stuff going on in the show. Then I throw you some curveballs in there. Then I do my little 2020 segment, which is part of my show. And then we go from there. And the simple reason that I do that is because, like I said, you got to have certain aesthetics in them episodes. And yeah, man. And you got to have a one, clip too. You got to think. Yes. You got to have a clip. So you got to make a clip. You, you you know, it's just not going to happen sometimes. Right. So, you know, so you have to be able to, you know, bring the conversation to where a point where, uh, you know, the guest says something, you know, inspirational or says something that's right on that you can use that as a clip. Right. And, and that's what I wholeheartedly agree with. Like you got to, make gems like i need to at least get two gems outside of the in, inside an episode if i can get four or six of them then that, then that's uh good there and then one thing i learned too and this is kind of crazy i started listening to these little 15 minute and eight minute podcasts and in my next season i went ahead and started like i talked about sega nintendo and sony how they were profound because i'm 36 years old it was profound in my life and through that little 90 stretch up until 96 when the, the playstation came out life was nothing yeah. but sega and nintendo and, you know, right. like, I, like I made an eight minute episode, but the reason I did it so low is because I was able to hit the points and it was just me. Now, if I could get a group together, I might have to just re remix that episode. I've been thinking about <laughs> doing a remix to it before I put it out. Word. So I have to bring you on for that. Because like, that work? yeah, because like, you know, some of us grew up Nintendo and Sega and then some of us just had the Nintendo or the Sega. And like, I was like, I don't need to go into deep detail. I just need to go from 1991 to 96 and then Sega Saturn was 95. Yeah. We didn't worry about that. 96 was the year that PlayStation, and then I think the 64 came out then. When them two came I love, out, again. I love Sega CD, man. They had uh, you had the Sega CD? Yeah, man. They had Sewer Sharks on that shit, man. The Sewer, Sewer Sharks was the shit. I can't pronounce it, but yeah, it was the shit. <laughs> Damn, that shit. Sega CD had the Night Trap on it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Jaguar 64. That was yep. on there. Oh, <laughs> Hey, look, I had this bullshit ass Highlander. It was a game called Jaguar 64, and it was an actual Jaguar. And you just, it was like that dolphin game. I don't know if you're, Echo. yeah, Eco. Okay. Yeah. It was like that, basically. Damn. I had Highlander on that. There you go. Yeah. I had Highlander on the Atari with that fucked up ass controller. 
Because didn't he have a bunch of buttons or something? The controller? Um, yeah, the controller uh, was funky as hell. Yeah, it had some weird-ass buttons on it, for sure. It had, like, a joystick on it and a bunch of buttons. It was it was different. And then the rich boy down the road had a 3DO. I ain't have a 3DO. I never had that 3DO. Hell yeah, no. that shit was, like, five ninety nine back then. Yeah, so, yeah. That. My mom would have just bought two Super Nintendos. My mom, my, my parents got us the Super Nintendo, or the regular Nintendo, the NES, in 88. So the first games I played were Gyromite, um, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, uh, Excite Bike, um, geez, probably that, you know, most, that's it, basically, and Mario, but I was never really big on, you know, Mario and Duck Hunt, because it came together. Yeah, Duck Hunt was... Duck Hunt, I played a lot more than Mario, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. And the sad thing is, I got to a point where I could speedrun Mario with the warps and everything, I could beat oh, that game in see, 25 minutes. Great. What? That's crazy yeah. as hell, yo. Well, I mean, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer outside of this, so like, yeah, that was kind of crazy there. But but yeah, Sorry. we'll definitely have to talk about that sometime. Now, switch it back over to the. Oh, hold on, <laughs> one, one more thing. I wanted to say on that Nintendo though. What was it, the game I had? It was Chipping, uh, not Chippendale. The Rescue Rangers. Had Rescue Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I modded. I modded the little Nintendo and put that on there because I was like, I gotta have that. So. Yeah, definitely did that one. That's what gives them a shout out on that one. Capcom made some good games back in the day. Now, now inside podcast, I want your opinion on this. And this is something that's been kind of harsh on. I've been harsh on people about, you know, you record episodes with people. And I always tell people, like, I got an obligation to you to put the episode out. But sometimes I want the people that storyboard. It's got to all fall in line with all my plans because I can lose out on stuff with my brand. So sometimes I might promise an episode to somebody and be like, yo, I'm going to put that joint out November 22nd. And then that shit don't come out for a whole year. Mm-hmm. And I come back and I explain to them why it didn't come out. They get a little offended, but I'm like, I'm going to put it out. It might be one of the episodes from the vault, but it'll get out there. How do you feel about some people shelving episodes sometimes? Um, I don't shelve up episodes. So, you know, whenever I record them, I put them out no matter what. But um, I don't have a problem with it. I mean... It's your show. You decide when the hell it comes out. It doesn't matter. Who cares? You know, if that person has a problem with it, well, I guarantee you when it does come out, they're going to be sharing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Well, nah, people get mad, but I tell them, I was like, it's a real delicate process because when I'm dealing with the mental health, if I'm going female mental health, male mental health, combine together relationship mental health i gotta keep that flow going yeah, i can't just go out here and talk about this ragtag episode about a jeep that we found in the middle of virginia somewhere and we took it to the chop shop in north carolina got some money off of it hey ain't nothing wrong with that though shit <laughs> <laughs> that's a that sounds like a good story <laughs> we won't talk about it tonight <laughs> but but anyway um so yeah, sometimes I do what a little you, What you left out of the story is that you actually stole the car and then you brought it to the chop shop. So, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, we ain't going to implicate nobody or say anything about that right now. <laughs> I knew we was going to have a good time on this one. Now, <laughs> now sometimes uh, one thing that, that, that happens in podcasting, and I call us the, the middle tier independent podcasting community because you get to the middle tier, middle tier gets kind of funny because you you still have hobbyists and then you got people that are getting in the door that they want to make some money then you got some people that just make money and the people that just make money i always say that it's a combination of business or whatever or knowing somebody that can get you in the door but there's something else that happens in podcasting and this is crazy podcast beef oh boy that's a topic (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I want to talk to you about. Like me, myself, and I'll just say this and leave it at this. When I have beef with a podcast, it's an international podcast because I can't do nothing local because I can get to you on land. Yeah, My, yeah. Me and the UK, we beef. Like we... Like the UK don't even listen to me no I'm more. I'm cool with the UK, man. That's my, like, my biggest audience is in the UK. Yeah, the UK... <laughs> me and the UK don't get along because one of the top podcasts, we got into a beef and like like we, everybody knows that it was a work now. That's something that they use in wrestling. Like we did have a legitimate beef and we took it, put it inside a little paid section and only people that paid for it got to hear it. I mean, it was like what beat the streets type stuff. So that was fun with me. So, so how do you stay out of beef? 
Like, because that's one thing that you definitely have to get out of. Like, how, how do you stay away from it? Sorry about that. Um, honestly, man, I'm I'm just cool with everybody, you know, and I don't expect, listen, I like I started my podcast about anxiety and depression, man. So it's like, the only way I can see it is like, maybe that person has anxiety or depression or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So for whatever reason, they're acting that way. <laughs> so like, I try not to take anything personal unless it's a personal attack. And I have yet to get a personal attack. Um, as far as beefs, dude, um, make sure you're on that person's level or above it before you talk shit. That's, all That's what I say. <laughs> That's what I say. That's like, all I'm I got to man. That's when it. I'm on Instagram and I see it, I'm like, bro, this dude will blow you out the wind. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and like, that's why, like, I, I see certain competitions sometimes, and I tell people, you know, every day, man, nah, man, I'm not really even a podcaster. I'm a talk show host. Yeah. If you gonna go, if you want to go bar for bar with me on questions, yes, I'm gonna eat you up in questions because I'm like the Tavis Smiley of podcasting. <laughs> that's what I do. That's what I do. But yeah. if you talking about every other aspect, nah, I'll bow down to somebody on that. Like, some people got a smooth delivery for this and that. Like, you got a smooth delivery, and you just keep the flow going. You and not really. I try. Well, now you, you and Uncle Dolomite kind of got this thing going. Exactly. That's one dude too much game. I'll definitely give him a quick shout out because that dude's ridiculous. I don't know how he can do a whole show by itself. I was talking to somebody else about that too. But anyway, um, yeah, I have to steer clear of certain people because I'm like, man, this dude's trying to be confrontational. Yeah. And then I'll tell you my one pet peeve in this business is I don't want to hear about anybody's downloads. I don't care about that shit. I don't want to hear about nobody's and it, downloads. It, it, and it's really not important. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing to be to brag about, really. Right, because like always, I said, there's always going to be somebody that has more than you. Right, and 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 this is my one thing. Like I tell people, certain successes you tell. Like when I got my deal with uh, a little company, I threw it up on, on my story. I didn't post it up on my post because I don't want to knock the next man from not trying to get a deal with a company to do something. But I don't go out there and put how many downloads I get, I have, how many listeners I have. I mentioned it on one podcast because I asked and I just left it at that. But I don't go out here and do that because I don't want to never discourage anybody from doing a podcast better than mine because somebody might exactly. do a show better than mine exactly. and, and it, it might have no traction. Yep. So no, my pet peeve right. Yeah, my pet peeve on that is just like, keep your numbers to yourself. Like, if you're doing numbers and you're doing good, people will talk about it if you're doing good. They ain't going to exactly. sit there and they will be like, that dude don't say nothing. And then automation. This is my pet peeve. Automation is so easy when it comes to this whole social media thing. I tell people so many times, all you got to do is put every app on your phone and go to Spotify and then share your, your episodes and share somebody else's. Yeah. I tell somebody, I do not want your like. Like, me and this one dude out of D.C., he, un he followed me, unfollowed me, then unfollowed me again. I was like, dude, don't have to follow me again. I don't yeah. need your like. If you listen right. to my podcast, right. I'm gonna listen to yours. And I listen to man's podcast to this day. It's on my subscription list. Vibes. I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Vibes podcast. We calling you out. That's the only guy I know that's in DC. Actually, that's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> Not him, but it's another guy. But either way, some, some listen. Sometimes it happens like that. So I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to be, but I don't want your follow. I just need you to. If you're going to promote my podcast, put it out there. Like, I'm going to take one of your episodes. I'm going to take it off of uh, iHeartRadio now. I'm going to yeah. pump people on iHeartRadio, get their numbers up mm -hmm. over there. You know, I'll do a few shares here and there for you on this and that. And that's just out of love. I don't need it returned to me, but do it for somebody else. Right. And that's important. Right. And that's the one thing that gets me about people in podcasting. So what is, what is one of your things that you think that podcasters could uh, do better? as a whole for them, for other podcasters? Um, if you see somebody struggling or not knowing something that you know, just tell them, help them out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and it, it's, it depends if the person wants the, you know, advice. But, you know, always give advice. Just get, hey, man, I noticed, you know, your, your, your ratio was off on your Instagram video. Uh, I don't know what program you use, but try using, if you can change your, your video quality to 1080 by 1080, that's perfect for Instagram. If you want YouTube, 1920 by 1080. That's perfect for 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 YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's um, little things like that. You know what I'm saying? It's, people may not understand what I'm saying now, but there are things that you can do to help 
other podcasters out. But at the same time, you don't want to help every podcaster because then, you know, you may not, first and foremost, you may not like every podcaster. But um, nonetheless, <laughs> share share your knowledge. You know what I mean? Don't keep it all to yourself. Right. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Now, it comes a portion in this show, RSA, where we, um, we, we tie in things together, like get you a little bit more personal for our audience um and this thing right here like i had this lady on here with me she went to the store like a uh, goodwill she buys art right she put and then puts rhinestones on it and resells it another lady um she goes out here and she worked at a rock quarry place so she could tell you every rock like limestone whatever you need she can tell you any rock by just picking it up off the ground like the igneous or whatever so they all had a talent or a secret. So what's a secret or talent that nobody knows about you that you would like to dish out to us right now? And and listen, it can't be nothing about Michael Bolton or that you can that you sing like Michael McDonald or something. No, nah. Ain't none of that, man. Ain't none of that. Um damn, man. That's a good question. All right, so I'll give you a little time to think about it. I'll throw some more filler in here. And this is one of those things that I like to do, audience, sometimes. Um, it was another lady that had this this quirk, as we call it. When she hears a carbonated drink open, like the can open, she will stop what she's doing. She will stop her job and go home. It's a sick day for her. And I'm thinking but... to myself, that's some real barrier type shit. Like, I'm not going to let nothing like that stop me from working. But she did or does. Yeah. Um, and then mine, for instance, everybody knows mine. I can't swim. But I go to them, I go do that Mountain Dew shit. You know, I'll be out there near the ocean and like all kinds of crazy places and you'll see me out there. But I got Stacy with me. She can catch me if I fall in the water. I ain't going to die. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. So. Um, yo, I still don't know nothing, man. To be perfectly honest, man, I, I, I just work hard, man. That's it, yo. Well, what I do and, and I'm always constantly learning. Um. But something that, like that's different than everybody else, bro. I mean, you might watch anime. You might watch a certain anime. Like for instance, like I, like oh, I dig anime. All right, bet, bet. I'm gonna go geeky as shit. I'm gonna go geeky as hell on you then. Okay, go ahead. The Curse of Oak Island. I have been watching that since the beginning. I love The Curse of Oak Island, <laughs> and and the amount of history that they've found on that little island in Nova Scotia is amazing to me. <laughs> oh wow. That's that's a little twist, all right. I, but see, I appreciate that because that's something that, that nobody would ever know about you because you ain't gonna tell nobody. Facts. And, and like I told nobody them, ask, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I told people, I watch No Hero Academia. Do I yeah. watch any other anime? Nah. Mm-hmm. Did I used to watch anime? Yeah, back in the day, like some Cowboy Bebop type shit. But right. Any anything new? Nah. And do I play yeah. video games? Yeah, I play games, but I am exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. I got the PlayStation and the Xbox, but yeah. Nintendo is my thing. Hey, can you give me a second real quick? I'll be yeah, right ahead, back, I promise, man. I promise. Now, that was just the moment we had to take for the sponsor real quick because, you know, I got to keep the lights on. If I don't do that, then, you know, I'm going to be out of a show and out of business real quick. I mean, yeah, I can shout, do it for shout out the blue, Shout out to Blue Chew for real, man, making our dicks hard. <laughs> now... RSA, this is what I need you to do real quick. I need you to give a quick shout out to everybody that's helped you along the way. Because like behind me, I got Stacy and the promotion team, Irish Steve, uh, Trevor, the rest of the crew, everybody that's involved. Um, so I don't give them any shout outs because they part of the show. They don't need that. But on behalf of you, who's behind you? You know, who's supporting you, like telling you to keep going? Uh, first and foremost, Jay Christian. Uh, if it wasn't for him, man, I wouldn't be here podcasting or interviewing with you today man because i've quit so many times and he is the one that kept that kept me going for real okay and, so um, definitely about to give him a shout out yeah facts man jay christian um the whole cognac room podcast man for real they're, they're great and then um uh big smash man he really has helped when uh you know jumping on measure of man and doing all that it, it gave me the confidence of you know, my, you know, of making my own podcast, I don't know, a little more accessible because I would hide my podcast. I would record it, but then I wouldn't really put it out there. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't promote it. So nobody's going to listen to something that that's not promoted or, you know what I'm saying? So I did that for so long and then I stopped hiding them. 
I stopped. Promo- I started promoting them more. I started doing all this and all that, all because of Measure of Men. So shout out for to to Smash for that, and Morio. Shout out to Morio because he's the reason I'm producing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's the reason I'm producing. We're do we're, me and him are working on a bunch of bunch of projects together, man. And, okay. Um, as much as much as uh. You know, I think Channel 82 is going to be as, as big as I think it's going to be. Uh, I still don't want my name out there like that. I know it's weird, man. And, and like, I'm not looking for recognition or anything like that. I really am not. I just want, I just like to see my work out there. Or you like to see quality. And that's one thing that I got from everybody I've talked to about you. That's one thing I do want to tell you before we get off here. Now, RC, I want to thank you for coming on West Virginia and Commonplace. Because like I said, this is one of them things, and I speak nothing highly or, or great about my podcast. It's one of those deals where, like, when time frames work with people, we can get good episodes out like this. So I definitely appreciate you on here. Now, do me real quick, uh, shameless plug real fast, and then a little bit about 2022, and then we'll jump off here. Bet. Uh, Skankbank Podcast, patreon.com slash the Skankbank, and the RSA Podcast. That's the one that I do by myself. That's patreon.com slash RSA, but you don't want to pay obviously just go and uh subscribe to the youtube channels everything is on there all right and this is jr and this has been a behind the scenes episode this behind the scenes has been about rsa the producer the editor the podcast host the philanthropist everything that goes on that's just still weird to say to hear man i ain't going front (laughs) (laughs) right 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 so so once again thank you for coming on the show and we're out thanks for having me appreciate it man thank you so much it'll stop recording (laughs) 